Hello, 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 everyone out there. Welcome back. Hey it's guys. so good. It's so good to be back. Becky's in the building, y'all. Bye. Yes, back. Welcome back to Kimology, guys. <laughs> We've missed you. Becky's back. Also, sorry for the sad episode last time I was on. I was. I re-listened to it when I was in Mexico, and I was Aww. like, oh my god, I was very, like, down and out, but... But that's what you that's were feeling. That's how I was feeling. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, that's that was your raw feelings. For sure. So. I'm happy we did that. I'm happy. Yeah, like, did it, it was, help you? Yeah, it was cool to listen to. I was okay. like, wow, this is kind of like rereading a diary in a way. Nice. You know? yeah. Okay. Yeah. How are you so, feeling with everything that right now with um, your grandmother? I'm obviously still in mourning, but I'm definitely not as down okay. as I was for sure but how are you what's bitch I've missed you though we're back in the <laughs> studio I'm like when I don't record with Becky I'm like oh. Really? Like I miss oh, yeah, bitch. This is a key. Like you guys, key. it's fun. If you guys didn't know, we went live on our Instagram for the first <laughs> time. Or was it maybe our second time? I don't even fucking know. I think it was the third time, <laughs> but it was the third time we were talking to you guys. Oh, maybe the other yeah. two times we went on live, we were. Well, I think one we were watching the finale. Oh, we were watching the Handmaid's of Tale the, of the Handmaid's Tale. Yes, and then I think there was another thing that we watched on live. Where? I think you're making that up, but what am I? I, I think so. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I don't remember that. I think there was one. Of, well, there was only one in there when I just found. Oh that. no, yeah. we thought we wanted to go to see to watch the Fenty show. Oh yeah, that's right. We were Amazon going to Prime, plan, and then we were like, "This isn't going to work." Yeah, we were just like, "Nah." But no, we're trying to find ways to be more, do more social engagement with you guys. Um, because, uh, you know, you guys could just see how we really are when we record. And I also feel like it's good to kind of connect with who's listening. Yeah. We want to do that more. Um, I know that I, I don't know. I, and I know Kim is a little weird about getting feedback, but I enjoy it. Like I, I really, I'm, it's the hard feedback that I'm like, eh, but I, I like I don't getting know, for feedback. me. I'm like, give me that. Like, give yeah, me all Becky's good about that. Like, I want to know where I'm fucking up, you right. know? So, but that's just me. So I do want the feedback. Like you literally gave me feedback with last week's episode with Rick dog. So like, yeah. and I needed that. Like I was like, Oh my God, like no one gave us feedback. So yeah, guys, if you guys are giving us feedback, it's really helpful. So like comment on our Instagram, you know, go on our TikTok or whatever, leave or comments or you like want to talk about. Yeah, slide in our DMs. I can research for you. That's oh yeah, super fun. I love that. Yeah, I want to. I want to do that more. I think it'll be really good. I feel like that'll be really good for like just getting to know our audience too. Just to getting right. to know what they want what they want to hear about. But um, and then yeah, just doing. And then guys, we read the feedback. So like, if you go on your, if you go on. Oh, you can rate and subscribe on on Spotify now, which is a new feature. Oh, cool. You can rate on there. And then leaving us a comment on Apple Podcasts is always very helpful, guys. So always leave us ratings, guys. That really helps. But yeah, it was fun. We're going to try to do that every time before we record because I think it was really cute. Yeah, I thought it was fun too. Yeah, it was cute. So yeah, guys, welcome back. Um, back to an episode. This is episode 71. Yo. Oh my God. That's crazy. We're at 71 episodes, guys. Uh, oh God, Becky. What? What's 71? 71. 71. Okay, I think I, I don't think I fucked it up because I think I said it last week. So that's, it's a 70. Yeah, you 70. said it right. I know when okay. I heard it, I was like, yeah. I did it right. Yes, because I doubted <laughs> myself. And it's funny because like dead ass, like Thai people could be like, bitch, you say this wrong every week. But <laughs> let's see. Nung song samsi ha hok jet. Jet sip nung. Jep sit et. Jep sip et. Jep sip et. That's 71 in Thai, guys. So yeah, a little bit of a... Thai um, knowledge for y'all. Dropping gems over here. <laughs> All right, guys. But we really, we really um, want to update you guys on what's going on with our lives. 
Um, so Becky, what have you been up to these past <laughs> this past week? Well, I went to Mexico. I took a solo trip. Um, Her first one. Well, no, it was my first international international one. I'm sorry. Trip. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I went to Merida, which is in the Yucatan. It's paradise. It was incredible. It was amazing. I fell in love with the city. I really did. Um, it was also perfect timing too. Consider, I mean, you guys heard me the last time I was on. I was a mess. And I just needed, I, I really realized I needed time to still process everything that happened. You know, obviously funerals bring out, bring up old wounds and, or, you know, scratch open family dynamics that you didn't realize were there. So it was like the universe, the, the, per, the timing of that I had with this trip was just incredible. Um, I couldn't believe that everything kind of worked out that the, the way that it did. But yeah, it was great. There's so much history in that city, which is amazing. And not just human history, but like like Earth's history. Like that is where the comet that killed the dinosaur landed. You guys, when she told me that shit, I was like, what? It, there's an energy there that I can't describe because it feels like the impact of that comet is still in the air. Like, cause it's like this weird feeling of like time kind of moves slower there, but it's also moving forward as well at the same time. Like it kind of, it's like this, they're kind of, there's, they're like frozen in time, but it's a very progressive city. So they're obviously, they're moving forward with things. Um, and also like ecologically, there's so much history there because of the comet. That now, hit. how did you and say that they found out that it was a like, how did they prove so that it was the comet? Apparently there was an archaeologist that was studying, um, cause you know, in the earth there's different layers in the ground that shows like how many years this dirt has been there. It has, it tells you different things when you test it. So I guess they were testing the earth in that mm. area and they were finding like a lot of me like meteor dust in the in the dirt and they were like where is this from you know like wh- where when did this and there was a lot obviously so cuz it was a huge meteor that killed the dinosaurs uh but changed the whole landscape of the world you know everything changed obviously from that one comet so anyways I guess they tested the dirt to see how old it was and it lined up with okay yeah this if this comet could have landed around the time that we suspect in the Cretaceous period when the dinosaurs were killed off. So that's how they all put it together. And then wow. I think since then there's been like land surveys and they, you know, cenotes. Well, I mean like land surveys in the sense where they just, dis- they discovered, you know, like, Oh yeah, they did land here. There's evidence that this, this is where it landed. Mm-hmm. Cause they, cause the thing, the thing is scientists knew and archeologists knew that the dinosaurs had been killed off, you know, by a comet. They just didn't know where it had landed or mm. how it landed or what have you. And so this art, like ecologically, this place is really special. There's a lot of like really unique birds. There's like flamingos there that just run wild. And oh my God. even the raccoons look different. Bitch like, raccoons. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Mexican raccoons. Yeah. It's on my, it's on my Instagram. It's okay, in my reels. Cute. You'll see, like you'll see it in there. And like, the, also, too, the culture, um, you know, the people from the Yucatan 
believe not they well, not all of them they but they weren't always a part of Mexico they were their own republic mm. at one point so they're very different from most Mexicans like and when I may say mo- most Mexicans you bring it down into three parts it's Mexicans in the north and mm. Baja and then you have Mexicans in the middle like central Mexico like Guanajuato Mexico City and then you have Mexicans in the south like Oaxaca mm-hmm. and they're a whole different kind their cuisine is different their culture is different they're it's actually very tropical because they're not far from Cuba I and love so that. they don't like you know how like I love banda music and that's yeah. what, like I grew up dancing they grew they dance salsa there like salsa, oh. when you go out and night you hear salsa that's interesting so it's really really it's a really really unique place okay um, because they have that Mayan identity and they have that tropical identity to um they also but they also still are Catholics you know mm-hmm. so it's a very very unique place there's nothing it it gives me. New Orleans energy. Mm. Like there's nothing like this in the world. It's very, <laughs> you yeah. know, and, and it's called Merida, but it's spelled M-E-R-I-D-A, guys. Yeah. So if you're going to look this up, it's Merida, M-E-R-I-D-A. Right, mm-hmm. right. It, it was incredible. The architecture is amazing. Let's go into like the Airbnbs you stayed at. You found some really yes. gorgeous like magazine style Airbnbs. So the Airbnbs I stayed in, they were all by the same host, this woman named Gina who is an interior designer, but she also um, was a contributor to Vogue Mexico at one point. You didn't tell me that. Vogue? Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. This this woman has style. Oh, my God. Style. And just taste that has an eye for, like, design and function, which that, to me, is, like, that's... I can't, I love beautiful things, but mm-hmm. if they don't have a function, I'm like, oh, I don't like it. What the fuck's like, the point? Right, exactly. Like, I'm, right. that's very much my, like, approach to, like, aesthetics, you know? I love that. Like, I need it to work. It can't Hell just yeah. be, like, a pretty, like, I will never buy a frivolous shoe that, like, I could only walk around for five minutes in. You know what, what I mean? What is the point, right. y'all? No. I'm sorry. I'm you, them Louboutins, Louboutins, whatever, the red bottoms look cute. They also look like they hurt your motherfucking feet. Right, right. So I hear you. Yeah. So, and then her husband's an architect. So these places I stayed in, I mean, it was unbelievable. You guys, go to Becky's Instagram. It's it's, ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. Like, it was just so beautiful, so well thought out. And they were both, like, they were all in great locations. Mm. Oh, yeah. So it was central and everything and stuff? or Kind of. The city's not that big. It's about the size of Milwaukee. Okay. Um, Like, Milwaukee, Wisconsin? Yes. Okay. Uh huh. And the nice thing about it too was like it's a very walkable city. Okay. Good. Um. So, so no Ubers or whatever. You could Uber, but like everything's like a ten minute walk, fifteen minute oh, walk, that's nice. twenty minute walk. At the most, you'll be walking for like forty five minutes. Okay. Cute. And anything that is further away, then yeah, you should take an Uber. But even then, it's fine. Okay. Um. And but, it's not. It's central, so it's not near the ocean, right? Or is it's it near the ocean? It's not on the water. It's not on it's, the water. It's about a half hour away from the water. Okay. That's, yeah. And that's still not bad at all. No. Like no. if you wanted to go to the beach. What people do out there, people who live in the city. Yeah. So, and, so the nearest beach town is Progreso, which is a half hour away. So in Progreso, there's a lot of like beach clubs. Okay. So kind of like in Hawaii where people who like don't have property on the water will purchase a membership in kind of like a country club or like a golf club. So they'll live in the city and then they have their membership to like a certain beach club. And when they want to go to the beach, that's where they go. And they have like 
all the amenities of like a pool and ah. a cabana and they'll bring you towels and if they have a restaurant there that you can eat at and that's where you'll go and spend like the day, you know, at the beach. That's cute. But that's cute. The other way they cool off. So the impact of this comet create all these create all these cenotes, which Ugh. I think most people know what cenotes. I are. don't think a lot of people know what cenotes are. Okay, well, for those that don't know, I think it's a cenote is like an underground cave that's yeah. been filled with water. Um, and so in within the cave, it's all petro. It's um. It was from the impact of the comet. So it's not even rock that you see in the cave. It's petrified water. It's like, so the entire... Like calcium forming? Yeah, it's yeah. like calcium forming, and which acts as a filter. So these cenotes are very special because they're very clean because they filter themselves. And the water. they're cold. Oh. So it's so... And because it's very hot, guys, it was... The average daily temperature was 95 degrees and it's their winter. And you guys, and- <laughs> she was selling me on this. She's like, Kim, it's sickening. So it's like 95 <laughs> degrees. That's like a daily. I was like, bitch, that sounds like hell. It's too hot. She was living. It was perfect. I Although I would not. I definitely was like, how the fuck do you guys do this in the summer? Oh, my God. Because it was just, it was hot and it was their winter. People were cold. For 70 okay? degrees. People were wearing sweaters and it was like 85 degrees oh out. Oh, my God. Sweaters. Becky, I'm not going there. The, I will die in the summertime. Like, there's no, no way. No, I'm not going to go there either in the yeah, summer. No. Because no. even then, they have a big mosquito problem there. Oh, girl. Yeah. So, and I'm like, I can't even imagine what that's like in the summer. Oh, yeah, I hate so, you will sounds only, like Thailand. You will only catch me. And the crazy part about it is like they that's their busy season is the summer. That's when everyone goes. Damn. I went during slow season. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and no. I was like, am I missing something here? Because 95 and dry is perfect for me. Yeah. So I don't know. But um it was, was you had a good time? Yeah, I had a great time. It, it was definitely needed. It was very special, you know. Um I was really kind of struggling dealing with, you know, my grandmother was a Christian, you know, and her, she, and I take comfort that she's with her King. She's with Jesus Christ, her Lord and savior. That's what she believed in. But you know, when you're at awake and again, this, I've had time to process all this, you know, cause since you know the last time we spoke, when you're at awake and you're someone that you love so dearly, that was so special to you and everyone's saying, well, if you want to see them again, you're going to have to um, claim Jesus as your savior so that mm. you can be reunited with them. That's a really hard pill to swallow when you know at your core, that's not what you believe in. Yeah. You know, and I believe in reincarnation. Mm. You know, I, I really do. We, it's all evolving. We'll, we'll all see each other again. You know, I really believe that in my heart. And so I was a little heartbroken because I'm like, well, I want her to be with her king. I want her to be with her Lord and Savior, but I also would love to meet her again. Mm -hmm. And so I was having a hard time with the idea of like, man, I'm never going to meet her again because she's. Mm. And so I met this, um, well, my driver that I I got to drive me, to take me on my day trips, he was this wonderful, like angel of a person, like super sweet guy. We really hit He's my friend. I kept calling him like my, my, my vacation dad. You know, we had a lot of really good conversations, you know, because I would be in the car with him like three hours a day, yeah. you know. And so he said to me, you know, because obviously I told him about my grandmother and he was just like, wow, like this is so fresh for you and you're here, yeah. you know. And there was this one day he was like, you know, 
he's like, I know how you feel right now. He's like, and I want you to know that you can, two things can be true. He's like, your grandmother is with her Lord and Savior, Mm -hmm. but also her soul is still here and she's protecting us too. Amen. And I was just like... I was yeah. like sobbing. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm crying. I was like, I really needed to hear that, you know. <laughs> you had a dad out there. I did. What the fuck? You guys, found a Mex- another Mexican guys, dad. He took me to his wife's cafe one day. She went to their family dinner, and then, he, and then they invited me over for lunch yeah. the day before I left. I have a family out there now. Yeah, like, no dad. Literally, ass. we follow each other on Instagram. Oh, he's gonna see your nudes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 yes no i'm happy for you yeah no was, he was he was like a highlight of the trip he that's was awesome. such a nice person yeah i that's feel awesome. really lucky that he was my driver and he took such good care of me because that's one thing um i i'm glad i didn't i almost rented a car and just drove myself around mm-hmm. But I'm kind of glad I had someone else do it for me because then he was like, oh, I'm going to take you here. I'm going to take I, you there. You guys, so I was like, you yes. know what? You get the local uh, shit. Yeah, yes. yeah. I definitely, it would have been a different experience. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So I was mm-hmm. really... And it, you're by yourself. So you're able to kind of like be like, sure. Yeah. Like, no, I had yeah. no one else to be like, I don't want to go. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. So that is, the, that is the joy of traveling alone is that you get to do whatever the fuck you want, whatever yes. you want. Yes. And me... And many as many people as you want, or meet nobody. Right. If you want to just go there by yourself and not I talk to anybody, there was one night. There was definitely nights when I went out for dinner where I was like a little bit more social. But then there was like one night where I don't know. It was something about the vibe at the restaurant where I was very like I didn't even want to talk to the waiter, and I was just very like, yeah, just get me this, okay, bye. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. leave me alone. And that's what you needed. Yeah, so, yeah. And you could so, do that by yourself. Right. By yourself. So. Right. Exactly. Yes, guys. Becky had a good vacation. I'm really, I'm really happy it for her. Fun. She needed it. So it was yeah. super fun. And yeah, I was stuck on a boat for St. Patrick's <laughs> Day. <laughs> Wait, guys. I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Oh my! <laughs> I was watching Kim on social because when when was St. Pat? It wasn't this past Saturday. It was the Saturday before last, right? Yes. It, yes okay. Yes. 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 That day, it rained in Merida. Okay. So that day, I went for a walk in the morning and I got breakfast. But then, like, it was honestly because I was staying in these amazing Airbnbs. It was so fucking peaceful, mm. and she had a hammock. Bitch, I opened up the window and just listened to the rain. And that's what I did. I, honestly, it was, I was like, this is, I, I feel bad for not going out. But like, I can't, this is literally, he- I'm in heaven right now. But anyways, so that day I was on my phone because I was on Wi-Fi. And I'm wa- I'm like, where the, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> like, what is Kim doing? Like, what the okay, fuck? So everyone that doesn't know, St. Patrick's Day in Chicago. Oh, yeah is a big fucking deal. There's a huge Irish community here. Yeah. It's a, it's a, listen, not for nothing, it's a really fun day. Especially from the ages of 18. 21 or 18, yeah, 18, before. Even before, on the South yeah. Side by me, because the South Side Irish, that's a whole other thing. Oh, yeah. They have a whole day for themselves on the South Side, oh, okay? Wow. And it's like their Christmas. Oh, wow. So... 
St. Patrick's Day is a big deal in Chicago and it's a big party weekend mm-hmm. for anyone under the age of like 29. It's a big fucking day, you know, mm-hmm. even sometimes into your early 30s. Nah, people some people still, still will party out. in their 40s and 50s. You that's, know what I'm saying? And that's it's, true it's, too. It's, yeah, it's no. really what you want. But the thing about it is that when we were younger and we were like in our 20s, our smooth <laughs> early 20s, you know, we were, you would go to, you know, you would go to Wrigleyville. Right. You know, if you guys know about Chicago and like the night scene is... Going to Wrigleyville, if you're like, you know, 21, you know what I'm saying? You want right. to get litty titty kitty, messy boots, you know, you want to go out there and like drink <laughs> green beer right, and get green fucked beer. up. And mind you, and guys, you start drinking at like seven in the mo- like morning, right. like you get up early to start drinking. Okay. Can I go into the story now? Yeah. Okay. okay. So, so you guys you get the reference. Know. Yeah. It's a big day in Chicago. It's a big it's day. A big party day. So guys, I got roped into doing this favor for uh, my boss, uh, you know, just kind of doing like basically running an event for this, you know, whiskey company. They needed to, they, they wanted to run several events on this boat and they needed somebody to manage for the Chicago division. So I did, <laughs> I just, I was like extra money. Cute. One, I should have asked for more, but I didn't. So you live and you learn, but um, your girl that that day Saturday, which is when we celebrate in Chicago. Like I know St. Patrick's Day was like a Wednesday, I think, or something like that. It was like midweek. I think it was on a Thursday. Thursday, okay. Yes. It was the midweek. It was Thursday. You're yes. right. Um, but we celebrated the weekend before. Right. You know what I mean? So and because it's, the 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 city dies, the river green. Yes. So and there's a parade. There's so a parade. That's the day that everyone goes out. Absolutely. And so the reason why Chicago was so special is because we wanted to be on the... So they, they, they decided to do three different cruises on boat, on a boat so for the dying of the river. So you could be on the river and it's green. It's a whole key, right? So <laughs> it's a whole thing, you know? So I was like, I agree to do it. But bitch, Saturday was like 10 <laughs> degrees with oh my God. fucking negative degree wind chills. Okay. So I'm over here at like 7 a.m. And guys, like him... Kim does not listen. She does not do that. She does not. (laughs) She does not deal with the cold. Okay. I put on my long coat. Much less on a fucking boat. Boat. In the water. In the water. You guys. Off Lake Michigan. The ghetto. Okay. So, (laughs) yeah. And then mind you, like it's 7 a.m. And I'm like putting on, I'm putting box, like I'm helping like the, the, the installers like put boxes and like all our stuff and all our swag and all that shit and getting like the, you know, just setting up for the party, you know, yeah. for the events. And I'm over here like the fucking ghetto. Like I just, and then the beginning, the first, the first cruise ship was chaotic. You know, my fucking teams were like my, wait, my, there was two different cruises you did. There were three different cruises. Three. Yeah, bitch. Three. So there was two on Saturday and one on Sunday. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. it was three all in one day. I was like, girl, oh, I would have died. No, it was t- the two, the Saturday was a lot. It was, it was two back to back, um, cruises. And mind you guys, like, again, people start drinking very early. So right. when I got there to load up the boat, it was like fucking 7 a.m. There were people dressed in green with all the shit and had like, we're already drinking, waiting for us, waiting to get in the boat. And I was like, <laughs> you guys, I was like, the, the boat didn't leave till nine, mind you. Nine a.m. They were there at seven. They were there at 7 a.m ready to fucking get their party oh, on okay so you could already just tell right so i mean mind you like the beginning one was great i mean the beginning one was chaotic because like i have i have videographers i have cameramen hitting me up i have media p- personnel that are like hitting me up for free tickets because you know we gave out free tickets for this you know for the media you know all the influencers and social media and all that shit 
And then I also have my brand ambassadors hitting me up to be like, hey, well, you know, and then I have uh, all the guests yelling at me because it's freezing and they're in line and they want to get on the boat, but we're not fucking ready. You know what I mean? Then I have installers. I have photo booth people. I had like 20 different group chats. Plus I have my team that are in different cities managing this whole thing and texting me nonstop. Like so-and-so is over there. Go grab this person. I'm just like, Oh, oh my, god. my god This was Yeah This was like The first event Was the fucking worst Because it was just like That was the energy However the se- Like once that one Went over The second one Because it was an afternoon one It was a little bit calmer I already had You know my people right. there Already helping me Everything was on the boat Or whatever However there are people That got on the boat And went to, went to bed Went to bed like Bitch They were, were not sleeping They were the second round Drunk Boots, girl. They were like fucked up, so <laughs> fucked up. Bob. They just went on the side of the boat, took a seat, and said, "Knock the fuck out." I was like, "I hear you, dude." Because that would have been me. I've been like, <laughs> I was drinking. Like, if you drink, it like, is certain- a long day, guys. It's a long fucking it's day. A, I don't do it. I haven't done that in years. Years, guys. But- years. I haven't done. I haven't done a St. Patrick's Day in Chicago in years. Like a proper St. Patrick's yeah, Day. No, that. I don't. I think it was like twenty five or twenty six. Girl, I did that. I stopped. I I only remember a couple. Like I was very young. I was like 21, 22, 23. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think I stopped around 22, 23, 24. Cause I it's it's a lot. However, if you're like down for that party scene, yeah, go off. it's a key. Go off. Do you, honey? But I was working. Your girl was clocked in. Okay. <laughs> I mean, mind you, like the, the Sunday was chill. It was cute because it was Sunday. It was a different yeah. crowd. It was more like and that's when we decided the weather was beautiful on Sunday. So of course, you know, Saturday was the ghetto because it was fucking cold. Right. But um, Saturday, Sunday was cute. Sunday was really cute, and then we went onto the lake too. So that was oh, a, nice. that was a scene. Yeah. And then they moved the DJs to the top of the roof, so we were partying on the top of the roof. They had one of those like CO two guns, so I'm spraying that shit. I'm like, I grabbed <laughs> yeah. the mic. So that's the thing, guys. Kim was okay. She, not only was she doing all the logistics. Now, okay, now that I know she was doing background work, she was also the MC. So yeah. I was. Gonna- <laughs> My dumb. I was like, I. Well, the thing is, like, the MC on Saturday was giving. However, on Sunday, the MC was not giving. So I had to jump on the mic. I was like, and like, and they were just like, whatever, go off, sis. So I was like, all right, y'all. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm on the, I'm on the mic all the time. I'm like, all right, y'all. You know, I'm saying, I'm, you know, shouting out the whiskey company and doing, and then getting. I will. I'm your hype girl. You know, I could do it, y'all. If I could turn this shit on, I could turn it off. You know. So I'm up there like <laughs> screaming and all sorts of shit. It was like that part. Sunday was actually uh, like I had a moment where I'm like, this is cute. Like yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. Plus it wasn't as packed. She, I think it was that. I remember seeing those videos too from Sunday. She did have a smile on her face. Like <laughs> <laughs> even she couldn't believe it. She was like, what the fuck am I doing? What now? am I doing right now? Like, who am I? You know what I mean? Like, and then plus you guys. <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> Becky's getting her life. She was in Mexico laughing at all this shit. I bet you. Like, what is this bitch fucking doing? She knows me. She knows I wouldn't do that shit. You know. <laughs> so like, yeah. And you're right. I mean, mind you, like, it was a. It was. I've never been on a boat going through the river like. Oh that. really? No. And like, I was on the roof, bitch. I could like touch the yeah, fucking top crazy. of the like bridges. Honestly, the car always gives me anxiety when I've been on. Those, oh my god, on down boats with the second deck. I'm like, what? Why is this legal? It, like, I, it, I don't know how it is and mind right. you i'm nervous as fuck because i'm running the whole shit right so i'm like i have to make sure people don't hurt themselves it's fucking same page people are already drunk and passing out and shit right so i'm like low 
bridge, low bridge, get the fuck down. You know what I'm saying? Like screaming at people. So yeah, but no, I mean like Sunday was cute. I had a moment where I like took it in. I was like, all right, I met some pre- like pretty, pretty cool yeah. people. Um, I met this really interesting guy who's going to be on the podcast. Right really? Away. Yeah. Cause he like, is this like, <laughs> Kind of, he's like this NFT, like um, crypto kind of like guy, but he's really smart, like knows. He's and like I want to grow about it. I don't know. He was an interesting character. We had a okay. nice conversation and I want to bring him on the show because he actually knew. And the thing is like, I want to bring this topic more to people of color and like in our true, communities true, true, and true. normalize it, guys. We need true. to be a part. If if this is where we're making money, guys, we need to be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like we need to normalize this and make, you know, we need to make some money, you know? So I don't know. It was cute. I met some interesting characters, but girl, <laughs> y'all, I was like the fool. Like I, I'm sure the afternoon one was a special one because when it guys when it's St. Patrick's Day, everyone starts. So it's it's like it goes in phases. Like everyone starts on the morning, ready to go. By like one o'clock, two o'clock, that's when people fall off. Yep. And then yep. that's when like the people who should have fallen off are still on, and you're just like, get the fuck away from me, you're a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh my god. And then the pe- then at like six, the people who fell off and went to sleep, they go out and party again. Yeah. And then it's like another wave, and then it's like. By midnight, it's all the outlier weirdo people. But then there's again. a second shift of people that only they they like they go right. out in the afternoon. Like so, there's the daytime right. St. Patrick's Day party goers. There, so they clock and they and go. The people that go out in the evening. Yeah, and too. some of those fall off because they don't make it. They go home, right? right? And they, they they go home at like literally like at two or three o'clock because they're right. done. They're done partying. Then we got the people that go out at seven, right? Seven to eight, and then they party all fucking night long right. too. So it's all full day right. of partying guys and you know what guys it reminded me like i haven't worked a liquor event like this in a long time uh-huh. and it reminded because i've been working cannabis events you know right. and it just showed the really just like in my face like the difference between a cannabis event and a fucking liquor event it is so fucking chaotic for liquor events right people are drunk they're throwing up they're making imagine. out they're they're fucking all over the place when you're smoking weed you guys, everyone's chill, yes. chatting. Maybe they're even to themselves or they just like watch something they right. observe. It is such a different fucking vibe. And the fact that like liquor is legal as shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> liquor out here. We, we've been through prohibition years ago, or decades or whatever the fuck. Um, maybe even hundreds of years. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Like I'm like <laughs> decades. I'm like maybe hundreds. I don't know. No, you guys, no, no. You I'm not a history with decades. Buff. Yeah. Okay. Cause it was like around, I think the thirties when 30. prohibition okay. ended. Okay, cool. Yes. I was like, did I fuck that? No, I'm not, that a, I'm not a history buff. That's Rick dog. So, but yeah, no, literally like we're still dealing with that with cannabis. And mm-hmm. so like, and then it's like, really? Like you see the cannabis consumers and then you see the, like the liquor consumers and right. like, the difference of behavior. I'm like, Oh my God. Like no offense. If you want to drink, Go off, sis. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, do you? You We're know? We're not mad at you. We're not mad at you, but I'm just letting y'all know. I see the difference. Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that was it, guys. That was my St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> it was a favor Is that it I did. Your story? Like, did you make it? Yeah, a highlight? you should make it a highlight. And have you? She <laughs> lives for the fact that I did this, guys. Becky's like her eyes glitter. You need to talk about St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> I was not gonna bring it up. She's like, no, bitch. Like the girls need to know. I was like, all right. Like I'll tell you guys about St. Patrick's Day. But no, yeah. I mean, I have a post on my like Kimbo underscore ish page, which is my other Instagram, like my personal Instagram page. Her twelfth page. I, you guys. <laughs> I'm trying to convince <laughs> Becky to have more than one page on Instagram, more than one yeah Instagram yeah. profile, and she's like, "Girl, I can't." I'm like, "Bitch, I have like 20." Like, 
join me. <laughs> like I was like, I don't even know any. I don't even know how I manage all of them. It's ridiculous. Like when you open my tab, there's like literally. Yeah, all girl, of them. I can only imagine. It's a mess. I know, <laughs> but like, um, yeah, but like, so yeah, it was cute. You know. I'm going to ask for more money next time because, yeah. yeah, that was a lot of work. And I was like, I thought I was, like, getting a really See, good and amount. And I thought and you were just getting paid just to be, like, the MC. I didn't know you were doing, like, I ran everything. Logistics. That's crazy. I did everything. Yeah, they definitely did not pay you. <laughs> I know. I know. And I was, like, kind of, like, it was very last minute. I was in Portland when I got offered this gig just to, like, help out. But it was really a favor for, mm-hmm. like, my body. And then it makes me look good because I'm, like, I yeah. saved their ass. I really did because otherwise one of them had to fly in and, like, do all of it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, girl. Who else is going to do it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I would have had my bosses from like fucking Florida and New York and all this shit fly in. And then they would have like been like, that, that's money. They got, they got kids and shit. Right. They're like, Kim's already there. Right. She'll just handle it, you know? Right. So yeah. But uh, yeah, I'll definitely ask for more money next time. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, that was, that was our little update for you guys. But we're going to take a quick little cute break and we'll come back and we'll do a little bit of recycling in the news and then we'll get into our main segments. And we'll be right back after these detailed messages. Today's episode of the Kimboology podcast is brought to you by Faith and Flower. Faith and Flower's spiritual bath teas will align your chakras from your root to your crown. Whether you're medicating, masturbating, or meditating, you can use Faith and Flower to elevate your bath and self-care rituals. Kimboology listeners receive 15% off their first purchase at shopfaithandflower.com. Use code Kimbo at checkout. And we are back, everyone. All right, guys. It's time for recycling in the news. Uh, Becky's like trying to eat a pretzel all discreetly. I'm like, girl. (laughs) We try not to eat on the podcast, guys, because we know that's annoying. And like, you know, I listen to podcasts all the time. And like, you know, people complain like, stop eating, bitch. But you know what? If you hungry, you hungry, girl. You know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. Like if I'm thirsty. I don't need my blood sugar getting low. Okay. We don't want Becky passing out (laughs) on us, y'all. So, you know, let's feed the girl. But yeah, guys, it's time for recycling of the news. We guys, we have to talk about some of the mess. There's been mess. Becky's been in Mexico. Like, we have to. We need to talk about Jesse Smollett. Jesse Smollett, guys. Oh, my God. I, like, so, guys, if you haven't, if you haven't followed me on Instagram and TikTok yet, what are you waiting for, okay? Because I've been doing a lot of these, like, I've been trying, I've been doing these, like, fun little, like, little spiels off of, like, what's current and recycling in the news and, like, pop culture bullshit, right? So, Jesse Smollett is something, if you're not familiar with this character, this, this story, Jesse Smollett was an actor. He was on the show Empire. Uh, they film here. They film it here in Chicago. Okay, think of Empires on Fox. It, it's like a. It's like a black soap opera, literally. <laughs> yeah. It is. That's I basically watched it. Oh, it is. It's very yeah. telenovela vibes. Wow. Very much that. But wow. it's just like a like a prime time soap yeah. opera, like you know telenovela, whatever um, soap opera. So sometimes that's what the people need, though. We need yeah. like a. A TV show that's kind of drama, but not like super deep where it like makes you feel bad about life and the right. world. Right. You know, you need a little, some, a little juice. And know? some of them, like the, some of this, but things also happen. no, it's, this is not an Oscar worthy. No, performance I mean, all. Terrence Howard's on it, guys. <laughs> we should tell them the story about Terrence oh Howard. God. Tell them your story oh about Terrence Howard. <laughs> you guys, Becky has a hilarious story about <laughs> Terrence Howard. Okay. She's going to say it because it's funny as fuck. Go ahead. Terrence Howard, the actor, guys. Okay, so <laughs> wait, can I tell them the background why or like just tell them what happened? Okay, so <laughs> 
So I go one day, this is how close me and my best friend Joey are, but I went with him to the dentist. <laughs> I literally went with him. Like, what? Why? Anyways. They're married, guys. We're married. Yeah. So anyways, we park, the, the, the dentist's office had a parking lot. We're walking back after his appointment and Joey's like, oh my God. Oh my God. That's that guy. That's that actor. And I was like, who? And, and I look and it's Terrence Howard. Right. And so I was like, oh, yeah, that's Terrence Howard. And he's like, oh, are we going to take a picture with him? I was like, no, we're not going to fucking take a picture with him. He didn't fucking just know his name. And so I told you, you fucking weirdo. No, right. I'm not going to do that for clout. He's like, but he's famous. I was like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> that's very much Becky's vibes, guys. Very much. She's like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm not a fan of his. I'm not going to take a picture for Facebook or Instagram just because you're a fucking celebrity. Yeah. Sorry. Like for certain celebrities, I will. Right. right like, of right, course, right. Like, we all people have that people you fuck that with. we idolize, that we love, right, you right. know. But Terrence Howard's just not one of them. <laughs> so anyways, as we're having this exchange, I, I we're approaching because mind you guys, he's also standing dead in front of my car. Okay. <laughs> Co- coincidentally, he's having he's like smoking a cigarette and he's like uh, talking to some woman, you know. Okay. And um there's they're standing right in front of my car. So me and Jeffy had Jeffy, sorry. Why did I say Jeffy? <laughs> <laughs> me and Joey have this mini verbal fisticuffs about if we're gonna like approach this guy and and i was like no joe it's not that serious like leave him alone you know he's having a cigarette and having a private conversation like no we're not approaching him he's like okay fine so as and then I, and i'm like oh shit he's standing right in front of my car and he noticed that yeah. we were talking about him like right he, he noticed like we there was an energy and i was like, I was like in the car. I, so he puts his cigarette out Okay, because he sees us coming, and I'm like, oh my God, this guy thinks we're gonna go talk to him. And so, <laughs> you guys, she paid him fucking dust. So I look at him, and we get in the car, and he was like, hey guys, what's up? And I was like, hi. Because <laughs> he thought that they were gonna be like, hey, can we? like all like you know and she just like and you he, in my way and then he realizes like oh shit this is her car i'm right. standing in front of and he i felt so bad don't okay. feel bad <laughs> yeah well i did i was like oh god i was like he saw us talking about him he thought yeah. we were fans yeah and he put out his damn cigarette for yeah. us yeah and now we're like oh i don't know you <laughs> <laughs> very mariah carey yeah. like i don't know her <laughs> don't know her never seen her and at this point <laughs> Joey's like red. He's like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. I was like, I was like, you're the one who even said anything. I was like, I would have just paid him dust. Paid like, him dust, I don't yeah. cares. I'm not a fan of his work. You and know? you know what? And I love that because <laughs> Becky, he paid me dust. Oh yeah. And okay. this is why I was like, well, this is what <laughs> she did this first though. But then this was why. Like I was like, yeah. good because like yeah, you know. And then I had okay. So let me go back to Jussie. Right. I mean, this is a right, context, right? right? So that was hilarious. I love the story that I always. I, she had to tell it, guys. It was so, funny because I told my nephew you this story he yeah. was like you should have rolled down your window and screamed out empire sucks <laughs> as you were driving away the gag is he knows empire sucks so whatever <laughs> no so so the gag with this is that like that's okay so the reason i'm so invested with like in the sense of like jesse because i like know them like i've worked Wait, on set so, with them I, did this happen before or after yes your, it, it happened, happened before. before yeah yeah 
It did. It, it did. did. I remember that. Yes, I remember Becky. It did. And then you had your interaction with him. And then I had him. my interaction with him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. So, okay. check this out, right? <laughs> so, so base. Sorry, girl. Wait, so base. the chocolate pretzel. There's one right here, bitch. Oh, okay. Look at her. <laughs> On the mic, where's my chocolate pretzel? That's some high shit right there. So, oh, by the way, I we didn't tell them what we're smoking. Oh, yeah. The strain of the day, to guys, is is Larange by um, by Rhythm, which is sickening, amazing. The dog walkers. Well, yeah, that we had yeah. the pre roll of dog walkers. Yeah, yes. and it's Larange the strain. Um, and um, guys, there are many pre rolls too. So yeah, dog walkers has a five pack. Here in Illinois, if you're buying weed and at the Canada dispensaries, there's dog walkers as a brand, and they have a. Little pre-rolls, and then Larange was the strain of weed, and it's super euphoric. Um, it was testing at like 35, 32%, if you care. It's not just about the, you know, the percentage of the, um, you know, THC, but yeah, it's cute. So we're high boots. We feel really good. It's a really fun, euphoric high. We feel a lot in our heads. Mm-hmm. So anyways, back to Jesse and, and fucking <laughs> Terrence Howard. So I was on the show. So I initially got hired onto the show <clears throat> back on season one. I believe, yeah, season one. Um, and they needed a, they hired me for, cause I needed a pole dancer. They needed like a stripper or whatever scene. So I, I was on the pole. Of course I went out for that role. I didn't get that role, but they liked my look. So they kept me on for like a fucking rapper or some shit. I don't fucking know. I didn't have lines. It just was like, you I was were a rapper. Yeah. Which I was like one of these, like, it was not, it was like, I was like featured background. It wasn't like I was speaking lines okay. or anything. I had a, I had a cute little check that day, like a little bit more than like a background actor would, but it was just me partying in a room with Terrence Howard. And then there was like, they hired two strippers on the pole and they were twins. And so that's what happened. That was a scene, but I stayed on the show and I stayed on doing background work for years, stand in work for years. I mean, I was on that show all the time. So I wouldn't, I saw Terrence Howard. I would work with him and would talk to him. I would talk to Jesse. Jesse's very sweet. He's very nice. He was so nice to the background actors all the time. We would be on set. He'd come in and he'd interact with us because you know if you guys know a little bit more about this being on set, like the the relation the relationship between background actors and 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 the main actors are usually like don't fucking talk to them, don't fucking look at them, like you're not allowed really? to. Oh yeah, if you're like told to, if you like are caught talking to the actors and you like didn't and the actor didn't approach you first, you will get in trouble. You get kicked off. Oh wow! Because the thing, guys, it's like there you're there's a lot of people that are background actors are fans, right? Like right. T- like t- Taraji B Henson. Right. You know, like I'm on set with her all the time. I was her stand in a bunch of times. I was her, I was her double a bunch of times, and I love her. Like I respect right. her. So of course, like I'm over here like standing, like oh my god, like Taraji, like she's so great. And then like yeah. I'm gonna go talk to her and bother her while she's clocked in. Right. She's fucking working. Right. Right. So Jesse was always so sweet to us. He was always like coming up to us and talking to us or whatever. And like, it was never like he was too big or whatever. However, oh shit. <laughs> Jesus. However, guys, I know there was that, if you guys are in a bubble and you don't care about this story, there was a crazy, there was a wild story that happened where. It <clears throat> happened in 2020, right? This situation. Oh my God, when did it? No, I think it, it was before the pandemic, bitch. No, it was not before the oh, pandemic. Oh, when did this happen? When? This was like 2020, like I think August or September of 2020. It was, it remember the day, day though? It was freezing that day. It was like negative. It was like, te- it was like oh, three right. degrees. It, it was, was a, really it was winter time. It might've been 29, winter, like 2019. I don't think it was 2020, girl. That was like when the pandemic, this was before. Okay. Yeah. It was before. It was okay. before. It was before. I don't know how... It might have been bef- the winter before it. And then we went into our lockdown in March. So it might have been like December, November, December of 2019, whatever. Anyways, 
don't, whatever. It doesn't matter. Context-wise, this, this scenario happened where Jesse claims that he got, like, attacked, like, a hate crime by, he got, like, jumped by these guys. Like, he was out. It was, ve- it's a very strange story. I'm not going to go really deeply into it. I'm going to put a... He claimed that he was hungry. It was, like, two in the morning and he yeah. went to Subway. Yeah, and to get know, a Subway sandwich. To get a sandwich. Yeah. And I guess on his way back, he was assaulted by two white men, supposedly. Supposedly. And was called all kind of, like, racist Racist, yeah. And, and he, they, they attacked they him. him. Right. I guess they beat him up pretty bad. Right, right. Because mm-hmm. then the next, because then he posted about it, and he said, oh, my God, I got attacked. They even said, like, something about, like, MAGA hats or, like, something like that. Remember that? It yeah, was that like, they were wearing MAGA hats. They were wearing MAGA hats. And it was just really strange. Very strange. And then as the story got evolved it got even more strange like turns out like two of these guys were african brothers that i know too i know those guys oh, you do yes bitch they're background actors oh my yes God. i would fuck i knew these guys that they, that uh, supposedly like worked in cahoots with jesse and he like knew them and they were like his personal trainers but then it seems like they partied together they might even fooled around or something like that this is all allegedly guys like there's all these hypotheses and like theories about what's what happened but Whatever. Basically, what why he's in the news now is because this story came out because he got sentenced to 150 days in jail plus like probation, right? Right. So he they also finally, they finally finished the investigation. Right. Right. They sentenced his, him. He and, had his day in court for right. having committed fraud. You know. And yeah. Which he still claims that he didn't do. Wait, and really? Yes. He's still claiming that this all happened. Oh, oh, honey boo, God. he's he's still not admitting any of this, and that's what makes it so oh, strange. Because it's like, well, I what don't. Is, what what happened? Yeah. What the fuck <laughs> happened, guys? Like, mind you, like I wasn't there. Like, I'm not gonna say, but, but apparently, like there's there's some really very apparently some good evidence against that this was all fabricated. You know what I mean? And he's still claiming that. And then, and then it was really odd when they when they gave him in sentencing and he went to or they, they took him away and at the courtroom, he was saying things like, "I'm not suicidal. I'm not yeah, suicidal." The- like basically saying like, "If I die in there, like I didn't kill myself," because like he thinks that he's like a fucking like martyr. And I'm oh like, my but God. my thing is like, you guys, I don't know what happened to Jesse because I don't. I don't know him like that, like that. Like, I just knew him who I saw on set, who's this really nice guy that was, like, really funny and, like, just, like, I don't know. Maybe he's just so deeply embarrassed by the whole incident that he'd rather stick with denial than (sighs) actually... Admitting to it? Like, yeah, I, I don't know what I was thinking. Girl, because whatever pre- it is, whatever the reason why he did this, it has to be more embarrassing to come than, forward to come forward with than like actually being like, yeah, I, I I was fucking around with the fuck arounds and got caught up in the situation. But <laughs> it is really strange, guys. It's a um, very strange um case it's a very strange scenario and you know jesse smollett guys he's he's a child actor and his family so his family's very famous and they're they're all they're all child actor like he's he's a part of this family that's very um they all started with like very young and then he was also in um i'm looking it up right now like the shows and the movie he did a show like a like a almost like a full house type of version with his kid with his family and you know his family is is Journey Smollett. Um, Journey is from she was in o- a Lovecraft Country. 
Oh, that was also filmed here in Chicago. Okay. Um, parts of it was filmed here in Chicago. She's been working too. This is this is who she is. If you've never seen her, or you've seen her, you've seen her. Oh, that's her. That's oh, that's his okay. sister. And um, that's a cute name, Journey. Journey, yeah, that's really yeah. Pretty. She's she's gorgeous. Like yeah. she's sickening. Um, and she has been acting since she was very, very young as well. And she was in a, oh, I think this is the movie. This is the TV series. It's 1994 on our own. And if you look, that's her whole family. Like that's, oh, that's wow. Jussie. That's her. That's her brother. That's her, like her whole family. I don't remember that show. It was a one season thing. Okay. It didn't make it. It was called on our own. It was a sitcom. It was in 1994. So very long time ago. So they're all child actors they've been in this industry from quite some time right so it's not like he's new to this so that's why i'm like what is the reason for for doing this you know Mm -hmm. and it's i don't know it's very strange i just i just you know i don't know and i it was really tough when this came out and guys i this happened and i was still on set on empire after this happened oh my god i remember that yes so this was this this scenario happened it was very strange i knew the niggas that fucking supposedly were in cahoots with him these african <laughs> dudes we were all all the background actors were talking amongst each other like yo what the fuck right and then of course <laughs> we have to work on set with him and then we were told distinct like if you even look in his fucking way that you will get kicked out immediately. Like, they were not playing. So, like, we all had to ignore the fact that, like, <laughs> this nigga was, like, lying and shit. And it was awkward as fuck. Like, it was weird. Like, the tension on set. Suck. Dude, the tensions on set. It was so strange. So, anyways, guys, that was... That's that. Because I have a little... I wanted to talk about that because I do. Ha- we do have a little backstory about the situation. Well, hopefully he gets the help that he needs. Girl. I really... You know, that's uh, there's obviously something not okay with but what if it actually did i don't know like what happened what if what if he's telling the truth what if you know what i mean and like and that's it too because the thing is like there wasn't any like we don't know for sure there's not like an actual literal like we know exactly what fucking happened this is everything and he admitted it he's still saying he didn't do it Oh my god. So yeah, guys, so we're, you know, that's that. But uh more for <laughs> more in the saga of Kim and Kanye. Yeah. Okay. I need Kim to like fill me in because I have no idea. I was checked out. And Becky that. does like the tea. So yeah. so the latest <laughs> the latest thing was that Becky uh the latest thing when it comes to Kim and Kanye's saga of like obviously you guys know Kim and Kanye are she's single now. So Kim Kardashian is no longer Kim Kardashian West. She's single now. I don't know if their divorce is final, but I know that she she uh, she applied to be single. It's and not it, final, but yeah. she's legally single. She's legally single. And of course, her I'm sure her defense was like, look at this nigga out here wilding, right? So, you know, and then of course Kanye came out with the new um Netflix trilogy called Genius or whatever however you pronounce it. Right. Who I I did watch it. Nice. Did you watch it? Yes, I did. I yeah. haven't. Se- I've only seen the first episode. Okay. I think we mentioned it the last no. time. I was- oh, we mentioned. Yeah, we we did, did. I didn't yeah. watch it then yet, though, so I didn't yeah. want to talk about it. Yeah. No, um, I have. So I haven't finished even. I haven't even started the second episode. I will say that I I was very moved by it, and it and it, it was is, amazing yeah. to see his story because it took us back. You guys, Kanye's from Chicago, like. If you, we're from Chicago, you know what I'm saying, and he was super proud to be Chicagoan, and like he loved his mama down, you know. And so basically, like, his mom died and he lost everything. Like, that was his own, like, that she kept him, like, sane or, or like, stable, right? It seems that way. So, anyways, we know Kanye's wilding out right now. He is 
being a he is harassing you know Kim on social media his children he's out here so the latest news is that he's banned from the Grammys from performing at the Grammys right. even though he's nominated for like five different Grammys he he's also, banned from it I did it. see that he also called out his kids school which I thought was fucked up yeah like yeah I was just like what is he thinking like why would he name the Put the school out there by name. Yeah, see, that's weird. Know, Why would like, you do that, right? Yeah, because then, then you just told your the, and the then, people. But then it's like you're also upset that your daughter's on TikTok. Right. But you just literally posted where she goes to school. Like, make it make sense. Make it make sense. Absolutely. He he also got banned from, I think, Instagram or something like for a little bit because he got called, he called Trevor Noah Kuhn. Oh on there and so they actually took him off for like 24 hours or something like that oh. they did a little bit of a thing to him um and then yeah and he's not allowed to perform at the grammys so he's just like wilding at this point and so kim you know and the thing is it's funny because it's like i can see both sides too you know what i'm saying but i think he's literally you guys he's also has mental health issues right like he is manic at this point i feel like yeah. i feel like he's just manic and just doing things and he has no one in his circle to reel him back at no. all right clearly we see that right um kim recently as you guys know she went on posted and she posted pete davidson so her boyfriend right now right. who she's dating um and she she also went on ellen she oh, also yeah. went on Ellen. What's that about? She went on Ellen and she talked about their relationship because Ellen asked her, was like, so what's up with P, bitch? And she's like laughing and being so like, you know, like I'm having a good time. Like I, I'm really having a good time. Like she's like, and then she talked about how he has all these tattoos of her and how he got branded her on his skin, right. like for, of her. And then she's just smiling and saying how she's happy. And like, and then on top of that too, Pete Davison and, uh, and Kanye, have conversations back and forth via text and they got released and basically you know pete's telling him like because he's also sober i guess he's going through a sobriety journey himself that's right so he's telling kanye like listen nigga like, you need to get work you need to get help i will help you like he's, he's like telling him like right please like for the sake of your mother's child the mother of your children your children like try to get some help and then of course kanye is saying like where are you where are you like trying to like whatever and then he's like i'm in bed with your wife that's where i'm at you know oh, what i mean yeah, yeah. so petty but also facts you know what i'm saying he's literally probably like laying in bed with kim and she, kanye is going back and forth whatever so yeah, so that happened with that. And then of course Kanye goes and does a music video with like a Pete Davidson doll lookalike oh and he's burning God. it or doing yeah, or he's yeah. like this is all guys, this is all stuff that's going on around. It's a it's it's wild. But the latest thing was that she went on Ellen and was just kind of like, I'm so happy. And like <sighs> like she literally was like hard eyes, hard eyes, like in her, you know. Which, you know what, I don't who am I to judge? You know what I mean? If if, right. the, if that nigga who I heard has a baby leg. Yeah, I think you can kind of tell too. He just has that big dick energy yeah. for sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and so basically, she's just like he's making me laugh. He's having me. like she's been with and she. Oh, she also said she's like because I guess Ellen was like, oh, you posted him like your Instagram official. She was like, oh, I guess so. Is that like a thing? She's like, you guys, I haven't dated for like since before Instagram was like out. Like I haven't dated, so like I don't know what to do about dating and posting. She's like, I don't know. I'm like, that's true. But, but girl, also, but also don't act innocent. Like don't act. Ex- you know I was exactly like, you what know what the doing. fuck you're doing, right? Kim is also intelligent, guys. 
At this point, I know this bitch is smart as fuck. I mean, look what they've built on nothing. Right. On nothing, right. okay? Chris has built a fucking empire off nothing. Well, I think for me, like, as a feminist, I think Kim's story is particularly, particularly powerful because she had a sex... I mean, of course, there's theories that she released the sex tape herself, but, like, she had a sex... She had stuff that... A very ugly situation that was totally out of her control that she went ahead into complete control of it and was like, oh, all right, you guys want to see me? Well, guess what? I'm about to leverage this True. sex tape and make it into a whole career. And I'm a man. And that's... I mean, that's like... You, you, fuck your revenge porn. Whoever released that tape. And I guess, too, I, I watched that um, Hulu series about Pam and Tommy. Oh, you watched that, too? Is that good? You know, it's not like, oh, my God, this is amazing TV. It's Oscar-worthy. Like... Um, I wouldn't put it that much stock in it, but it's a good watch, especially because I was, I don't even remember that. I don't that remember happened. either. I was, yeah. I was such a kid. And I think because of the nature of how explicit that situation was, I think I was probably sheltered from it. Me too. So, I mean, to watch it and see it and it's like, oh my God. I need to watch like, it. It's really crazy because no one even knew what the internet was back then. Like when they found out they had a sex tape on online, Pam and Tommy literally had to go to a public library to get on the internet. What? They, they didn't even own a computer yet. Y'all. They literally went to a public library and typed in the website. What era was so, this? This was like the early 90s before the wow. internet really took off. Yeah, I was too young. And so... I'm too young for that. Pam, you know, to see her story, it's very like she was unfortunately like the sacrificial lamb that you I know, need to watch this. Kind of set the tone for like the celebrity sex tape, you know. Oh. And so to see Kim have turned this situation into what her career is now, mm-hmm. I think it's really powerful. And I think it's a real a testament to like, I don't know, like women's empowerment in a way, especially because the thing is this situation, if you see the, the, the show, it'll also show like Pam had big aspirations. Like she wanted to be like an A-list actress, Oscar mm. winning. Really? Like that was when she got together with her publicist, like that's what she wanted. Okay. That, that, and Go the sex tape because she was the first person. It did. It and took she, her down. It took her down, especially because yeah. she had already done the whole playmate, the playboy. Yeah, Baywatch. She was one and of those she, sexy. Like, so it's it's really it's really nice to see that this happened to someone, and not like probably like only 10, 15 years later, and they completely spun it around. They did, you know. They and did. Like, However, it breaks my heart for Pam. I mean, not that she's. I'm not saying she's not successful. Like she's not a nobody, you know. But she she's, definitely had a. Fine she had a different trajectory for her career originally, and it's kind of sad that that ruined everything. I gotta watch. No this. one took her serious. It's. I gotta it's watch. A good this. watch. It's a yeah. good watch. Like I said, it's not like don't put too much stock in it. We're like, okay. oh my god, this is so amazing. This is such a good show. But yeah, it's a good watch. That that reminds me because like the other day because I like Brittany Murphy. Do you remember? Yes. Oh my god. Did and I watched. Watch? I watched that. That one. was so. You watched it? Yeah. Because I loved her. Oh, I loved her. So guys, there's this. It's HBO Max. It's I HBO think. Max. There is this. There's this docu series, documentary. It's like a trilogy. There's a few episodes. I think there's like four episodes mm-hmm. on Brittany Murphy about her. The strange, like her, basically her life story her and how like and her demise and how she. And remember, guys, she passed away. Kind of like. I don't know. We were all like, whoa! Like she was young. Well, and you like, know. So this. She passed away during my Perez Hilton heyday. Oh. So Perez 
sounded the alarm on that guy almost immediately really? when she started dating him. He was like, this is not fucking good. Really? Like he, he, and the thing is in the, they talk about it in the, do, in the yes. documentary, his shady ass background. Oh, f- and because, he's a con artist. And because Perez is in the industry, right. you know, he knew people like he, he must he, legally probably couldn't say what it was and what he knew. Right. But he, from day one was like, this is not good. Really? This is not good. So I actually, when I found out they were doing the documentary, I was so excited. Cause I was like, oh my God, we're finally getting, we're going to get a peek into yeah. like inside like what happened, you know? Yeah. Because it was really strange because after she died, um, it, then the way they talked about in the documentary, how he mm-hmm. didn't want an autopsy. Perez was t- right. Yeah. Like, what is wrong? Like, he doesn't want to, he didn't want an autopsy. Yeah. His mom, their really, the relationship with her mother, Brittany Murphy's mom, she was very close to her mom. Her mom right. lived with them and her husband, this weird guy that like, whatever it was really strange but like i don't want to get into it because you guys you got to watch that it's a the, good watch. yeah you got to watch that too that's if you care about you know celebrity gossip and like this type of like you know news but like i think it's fascinating because it just it shows the demise is what you were saying of these right. of these high a-lister people you know that we see all over social media and all this other shit so like kim i hear you sis you know what i mean unlike what she's spinning that around but i also i don't agree with how, the image she's putting out there she's not she's not honest about That's the surgeries true. they've had they're giving all these young women bbls are all the rage now guys you know what i'm saying like getting your body done getting your brazilian right. butt lift now is all the rage now and i feel like it's because of what these women have curated the social media world to like care about Their image and the image you know and the thing is like we can see from when Kylie grew up, we watched Kylie grow up as a kid on the Keeping Up with the Kardashians. That girl got her whole body, life, face, everything done, right? Which is fine. Do you, sis? However, be honest about it. Don't be out here being like, oh, these are just, you know, pencil. This is just pencil that I just pen <laughs> lip liner. Like, bitch, who are you fucking kidding? You know what I mean? Like, stop. Like, stop. You know what I mean? Like, I, I live for Courtney because I feel like that's the realest bitch there. You know what I'm saying? She's over here like, y'all are like, she's always constantly putting her sisters in. Is she a part of it? Yeah, of course. But like, I love Courtney for that. She's also the oldest guy. So she's also yeah. like under, she remembers how it was to be like, just like chilling and not famous. And then also, you know, she had a job. She worked with her dad as a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? Right. So she was like, I was out here working. Like the little ones don't remember that. They don't have to work a day in their life, you know? So I, I hear you. And like, that's where I like having Becky on because we don't have the same opinions about everything, you know? And she loves the car. She loves them. And as much as I talk shit, cause I don't, I'm always talking (laughs) about them. Kim loves to hate them. I do. I am, (laughs) I guess one of those people, you know, because it's like, you know, I see they're in the media, they're in the limelight, you know, and I do respect, like I said, if I could afford Kris Jenner, I'd fucking hire her too. However, you know, I don't like the image that they're giving young kids, like people, women yeah. just like, it's like not honest. You know what I mean? Like, right. girl, we remember when you were selling flat tummy tees and all sorts of shit. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> fashion over down. Like we remember that shit, you know, and I, fashion Nova, girl. Okay. Like that, that nigga bought the biggest like mansion in the world apparently yeah. and shit. He's out here banking okay and so like that's what i don't like too it's like capitalism and just all this like media manipulation and just like you know it's all so about consumerism and spending your money and like 
if we really like we're like the people of color we're huge consumers right we right. spend a lot of black people black and brown people spend money honey okay and if what i want to see more from us is i want our money to make a fucking difference i'm sick of this shit i'm sick of it like we have we are the biggest consumers and I don't see it. Like, I don't see us spending money where we need to spend where we can make a difference. We're too busy buying Amazon. We're too busy buying or Fashion Novas. Least, or at least demand more, um, ca- like, the brands cater to us at least, you know? Like, oh, we yeah, demand, right. Like, yeah, better, do you even like, see? I mean, look, we had to get Fenty Beauty to get our damn right color. Right? Right. How many skincare lines were out there? I mean, you know this, because this is your world. Before Fenty came out, and like now we actually have proper like color for like yellow tones, black, very dark skin, like literally like the darkest skin, you know, like African women. Like it took us how long? Pan Asian. Pan Asian. Like it's not, it's like wet yet. We're over here, you know, talking all this shit, but we need to also back it up. So that's why I want to have more conversations about finances and estate planning and money. And like, I want to have Joey on again and talk about money again and talk about NFTs. And just like, we need to have more of these conversations because I'm sick of us starting from scratch all the time. You know what I mean? And like, shout out to the Kardashians, but girl, you also hear appropriating black and brown culture, you know what I'm saying? And making all the <laughs> sure. money from it. And where, what about us? Because guess what? Sis, you put on some braids and it's hella cute. You put on some cornrows. Ooh, that's fashion. Ooh, honey, you are sickening. The high fashion down. Yeah. If you see homegirl on the street, black girl, just wearing a, the same exact hairstyle. She ghetto, she poor, she this, she that. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. So Yeah. <laughs> Go on. I'm like sweating. Talk shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. Let's argue. Right. <laughs> but no, no, no. I think that's, um, <laughs> so I mean, I, it's unfortunate because with Kim and Kanye, like it's, it, we're, we're seeing, it's very pro- high level profile. We're, we're seeing yeah, all of this, right? It's a very high profile divorce. Very much so. Probably like, the most you know, high profile divorce since like Elizabeth Taylor days, you know? And I don't even remember that shit. I was too young for that. Well, my mom was a big fan and mm. we always, so that's how I know about that stuff. Okay. Right. But literally, like, I mean, we can't turn on our phones without seeing something else right. happen. So, but yeah, go off guys. <laughs> Do you <laughs> get your divorce. You but. know, I just, I I don't know, you know, I feel like I hope they figure it out. You yeah. know, I hope Kanye figures himself out because he's so brilliant and talented. And it's such a shame that there's so much energy poured into these episodes that he's had that he has. Yeah. You know? And he just isolates people when he behaves that way. Yeah. He isolates himself. So mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I I, I hope that he I don't know, get yeah. the help he needs or even just takes a break. You know, yeah, he's been working. Break. I mean, you we see it in the documentary. Like he has been working nonstop. That's true. For like the last 20 something years. That's true. You know, and even when he had that car accident. Right. He right. made a fucking he made a banger with his teeth Dude, wired I, through the wire. That, that song. after the first episode, and I dude, I remember the first time I heard that song. I still like I was just like, yo. Yeah, I remember is... it too. I remember it too. Yeah. And I remember like hearing his voice. I'm like, why does he sound strange? Oh, he's singing with his teeth. His, his, his teeth are wired. His jaw was wired. His jaw is wired shut. Right. Wow. Right. And I was like, damn, you know? So yeah. All right, guys, that's enough recycling <laughs> the news. Let's get to the <laughs> We're going to just take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to do meditate, masturbate, and or medicate. Be back. <laughs> We'll be right back after these sickening messages. 
All right. And we are back, everyone. And you know what it's time for? It's time for meditate, masturbate, and or medicate. (laughs) And guys, if you are new to the pod, this is uh, the podcast. This is our wellness segment, our lifestyle segment where we talk about one of the three topics, right? Right. And we dive, it's a, this is our deep dive part of the episode where we dive deeper into each of these categories or just one. Right now at this time, we're going to do masturbate. Yes. Yes. And we're going to dive <laughs> deep in, in this conversation. And today's subject that we're going to talk about is going to be about singledom. <laughs> singledom in a pendulsa, pendulce, in the Panasonic. <laughs> It's basically <laughs> in a sing- Pandora. In a Pandora. Yeah. Wait. So okay. So Kim. So obviously, you guys know Kim's in a relationship, I and I'm the single one. So can I ask you what prompted you? Because this was Kim's idea. It by was. The way. It was. This, was. this was not my idea. She texted me today, like, "Hey, like, let's cover mastery today, and let's talk about being single in a pandemic." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, so we're gonna talk about myself, but sure that." <laughs> You guys, <laughs> I'm just all I'm. I'm not gonna give Wait, her when, tea. So when did you and Ricky get in, in relation? What when? What's your? I know that like you were saying you. We've been together. Anniversaries. We've been together. F- oh yeah, we do have like 25 <laughs> anniversaries. Um, we this is our fourth year together. In okay. August, it'll be so four 2018. Years. You guys met. Yeah. Okay. okay yeah. Cute. Yeah. It'll be four years in August. So yeah. Or yeah, nine eight. Well, I've yeah. been single for about three years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yes, I yes. was. I kind of stopped. Well, I had stopped dating right before, like February, twenty twenty. Right before the pandemic. Yeah. Wow. I had stopped talking to a certain guy. Yeah. That, um. That I had been talking to like on and off for a little bit. Yeah. And um, I was fully single, y'all, when everything first happened. Like, I mean, I was talking to no one in like March 2020. So, like, when which is you guys? Which yeah, exactly. So it was definitely so. I mean, once everything happened, and I was so scared. I was like, okay, well, I'm definitely not talking to anyone right now mm-hmm. because. This is serious. Becky took it super serious, guys. So I, I yeah, basically, I had also had just moved back in with my parents. And mm-hmm. my parents are older. They had me and my brother later in life. So they were in the category of they were high risk. Yeah. And so I was just like, I can't, I can't go anywhere. Like, this is, this is my parents. I don't want them to get sick or anything. So, yeah, I was fully single. And, but... What like what do you want to talk about? Look at like, Becky. She's like, wait a minute, bitch. How much do you want me to talk about my shit? No, I mean honestly, at this point, I find this it will be the last two years of because like I mean yeah. I was dating in 2019, but it was never anything like official, mm-hmm. you know. So like I've really been single for two years, like two proper two, single yeah. and dating for two years or off. So how long have you been dating now? Okay. So it's like it's okay. So it's a weird question because Kim's right. Like I, and I guess I'm gonna just put my own shit out there because I don't post really when I'm in really. I I've, I yeah. think I've posted two boyfriends on my social media since the inception of social media. Like mm-hmm. I've never been one to put stuff out there like that. That's I've always been this way since I it began. But um, I'm a serial dater, guys. <laughs> I date, so. I date a lot. I date a lot. You, I may not have always hopped from relationship to relationship, but I definitely, 
I've had relationships and I've had hopped into situationships mm-hmm. and then I've hopped into, oh, I'm dating now. And then, but, um, the memoirs think, guys is going to be great. The memoirs I are going to be great. March, 2020 really made me realize that I've never not been with anyone, you know, like, and it was definitely a lesson in, um, holy shit, like how much I rely on that good morning text Mm. from regardless of who it was from, Mm. you know? Um, So for me, being single in this pandemic, I think was definitely a much needed time of work, right? Like it was a self work. Mm. It was truly a time of like, I've never been alone really, you know? Like there was always been someone even if it was like someone I didn't even really like you know like I was just talking to them just to talk to them you know and um so yeah you know I I know that some people still dated um during the pandemic during the pandemic Mm -hmm. like throughout the whole thing and I know that some people did find like you know that it was actually kind of nice like I've conversations I've had with other people that I know that are single they're like oh yeah you know like it was actually kind of nice because you would talk for like a week or two before you were like all right let's meet up let's quarantine oh yeah yeah you could get to know people you know but then uh, (laughs) but then there was also like I remember I think it was like June 2020 Mm -hmm. I went by a friend's house and a family member of theirs was going on a date that evening with someone they they had met on Tinder. And I was like, did you guys not talk about like where you've been or like, are you going to wear masks? Mm. Are you going to social distance? And this was, it was all so fresh and we didn't have a vaccine that I was mm-hmm. kind of like, you know what? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> like, we'll just, it's like, I, I don't know. I think, over like I think for me like well where do you want where do you want this to go because I'm like <laughs> no, no I, I mean I know what I'm talking about I love it know? no I mean I I love where you're taking it because <laughs> I I feel like you know this is not the t- like you guys yeah I'm not single like and I haven't been single for four years now or almost four years yeah but I was single for six years before this you know I was mm-hmm. single down this was this yeah, is when I'm funny yeah him and I <laughs> we've switched roles we switched roles yeah dead ass dead <laughs> because ass. There was an, so Kim was, there was a time where like guys could not even approach us, you know, because Kim would just like yell at them for approaching <laughs> us. <laughs> oh and the biggest, I'm an asshole, so I would laugh. I wouldn't yeah. be like, Kim, you're being rude. Cause yeah. I also don't give a fuck. I'd be oh like, yeah. She called me out. I'm like, if yeah. you don't want to talk to them, we don't have to. Like right. I don't, I don't need to talk to guys every time I go out, you right. know, like it's I par- Apparently I scared <laughs> niggas off for a while. <laughs> like when I was, cause like, I got back from Australia and I was just like, <laughs> bitter i did not want to be in chicago i hated the world like i definitely like was on this like self man self hate or no man hating i guess which i didn't even realize at the moment that i was like man hating or just kind of going through some things i also was grieving my dad you know what i mean at that time too so that could have just been also like some raw feelings of emotion just from missing my father and like being back in chicago from living in australia for a year and being back with my friends and just being back in the dating scene in Chicago, you know, yeah. like, which I wasn't necessarily like wanting to do. And like, 
So yeah, guys, I for a while, like I there was times where Becky would be like, bitch, go on Tinder, like, bitch, yeah. go online. Like, cause I was single and she was dating or and she I was would with try pe- to like set her up with people. Oh my God. <laughs> and the people that she would want me with, I'm like, girl, you are doing a lot with this person. So no, absolutely not. <laughs> and so I was that friend of theirs that I just won't, I wouldn't date. I right. would travel, I would Go and I would work, bitch. My, 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 I'm a hustler, guys. I'm a hustler. I've always had many jobs. So very much I'm Asian and black. So the Asian roots of me working 20. Right. My mom had three jobs growing up as a kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just like what we do. So like I would work. I would, you know, hustle. And I, I just didn't necessarily feel like I wanted to date. Like I, that wasn't right. my... Priority, I was, it was about six years. I was single and I wasn't even actively looking for, I wasn't actively dating at all. Like I just was like done. I was like, eh, I just kind of like took, I wanted to do this. I wanted the self work. Like I wanted to like go and travel and learn more about myself. And I feel like the pandemic gave me the chance that the, it forced me to do the self work that I didn't even know I needed. Right. You know, and so so it was for me, it's definitely been a time of that, but I remember when everything first happened, I was like, okay, I'm for sure. They're about to be guys crawling out of the woodwork, reaching out. I fucking know it. The time like this, are you kidding me? Right. And it's funny because when Kim texts me today, she asked me that question. I was like, oh, do you want to talk I, about Yeah, I asked, oh, are you comfortable? Yeah, and right. I was like, yeah, sure. And I, and I for some, that, that always pops in my mind when I think about spring 2020, we were quarantined them. Cause like I scrolled back, I'm like, how long? How long was it? Cause the March 21st was when Illinois decided to shut everything down. March 21st, first, March 21st, 2020. 2020. Okay. And so the first message I got from some, and the thing is, it was also like a ghost account that they wrote me from. <laughs> I'm done. Which is so fucking pathetic. I'm done. Thank God Instagram lets you block people and their other accounts that they make too now. So anyways, yeah. a ghost account messaged me. It was April 8th. And like <laughs> the date too and everything. Right. Y'all. It was April 8th, and that's when it started. Like guys were started crawling. Like guys, there was I don't and I went back and looked because so I still have the messages. There was four messages throughout the month of April from like this four different ghost accounts. And then, <laughs> you guys. And then there was like one guy that I went on two dates with that reached out to me that I was like, Are you fucking kidding me? Like really though like he found me on instagram was like hey what's up how are you and i was just like bro like we're in a pandemic right and you're in your feelings because you're probably alone somewhere yeah. and guess what yeah i'm alone too but i'm yeah. not fucking reaching out to you you know like so i think it was definitely i think in the beginning for people who were single i it was like a it was a weird time you know it was for for me, it was a weird time because I realized I had never really been alone before. Right. You know, there had never been. And, and in a way, I was kind of glad because it was such a high stress time for me that like, I just don't think I had the, I would have had the bandwidth to deal with someone, you know. If you were in a relationship. If I was in a, not in a relationship, if I was just like dating someone. Dating. Mm-hmm. I think it's different. I think people in relationships also have their own experiences to talk about being in a pandemic because you know i was telling kim like at this point i've told people who like i know who survived the pandemic i'm like listen if you guys can get through that without killing each other you can get through anything amen and if you're still with your person and you've survived this pandemic without killing each other guess what you need to marry that person (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> she wrong, y'all. You know what I mean? Because it 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 this the last since March 2020, our world has literally been thrown upside down. Right. You know? Because on the other hand, so since then, guys, so I was single for a while. Um one of the guys who did reach out, um, this was like in May. Because like, like, like I said, there, I was like, I wonder who's going to reach out. Like, mm-hmm. I know there's me guys reaching out that I used to talk to. I fucking know it. Of course, one of them was one of someone who had gotten away, you know. And so we talked for a little bit. And that was also a whole thing, too, because the way he was approaching this pandemic really was like, I'm like, you're going out, uh, sir. You know so- what I mean? Like, you're, like, you're in the you club. <laughs> right. And like... I was just like, are you stupid? Like, you're stupid, right? Like, you- <laughs> <laughs> And so it was just like things like that, you know? But I don't think, I think things, I, I don't know. I think it was just all of 2020 after March was just a weird time in mm-hmm. general. And then my grandmother came to live with us. That's right. October 2020. So then I really buckled down. Yeah. Um. I was talking to someone around that time too, but that was also kind of weird because, you know, um, I was living at home and things where y'all, a, where y'all finna meet right. up. And I, and so my grandmother guys, so my grandmother guys, obviously I talked about her last time, but my grandmother was a true Scorpio queen, even though she didn't believe in astrology. She slept in the room right above me and like there she did not miss a beat oh at, at all like she did not like she'd be like oh like what'd you get up because a lot of times i my i'm a weirdo i would get amazon prime deliveries at like midnight like the, the fresh stuff oh. just because um you know during the pandemic no one was shopping in store so true, anytime we get late deliveries and a lot of times when i'd come home from work you know especially i get home around 11 i'm like well i'm not gonna fall asleep until like 12 30 yeah, you need wind down time so i'm like i might as well get schedule this delivery for midnight because i will be oh up, you can you schedule know? it yeah oh really okay and so she'd be like oh i heard you you know and i and it's so like i told her i'm like listen you are not like she will hear you okay like she will be like someone's here you know damn granny so, <laughs> she didn't miss the beat uh-huh. that was but um so yeah i really didn't start dating again until after i got vaccinated in, and that was in 2021 yeah in mm-hmm. march you know but i don't know I, How I, you, okay, I have a question I, for you. I, I, okay, go ahead. I have, I have a question, question for you. So, because you said something earlier today that I was like, oh, this is, this is great. Because I feel like I wanted to talk about this because I feel <laughs> like right now from the people that I've talked to, my single, my single, my <laughs> single family out there, not only single family, but like my single people out there, right? My single <laughs> friends and, come, you know, you know yeah. whatever that I've been talking to that are out here in these streets I hear it's the ghetto. Like I hear it's the ultimate ghetto. I hear like just people are just so removed. They don't want to like literally they have no patience to even get to know people anymore. And like they get on the apps and they just like it's very like dry and very like, <laughs> you know, it's hard to like engage and get really s- of substance of with course. people because everyone's just so, oh, I'm just going to the next bitch. I'm going to go to the next app or I'm just going to, you know. And so I just really wanted to kind of just talk about that. But because she, she and Be- Becky also was like, well, I actually think this is a, what did you say? This is a. So, so I was, I was going to, to follow it up. I don't know. There's, 
I feel like taking the time that I, because like I said, I wasn't fully single all of 2020. I was talking to those two guys, you know, they had, they were old flames that had popped up because it was, the world was ending, you know, that's what you do. You think of people that you used to talk to. Um, but I feel like for the most part out of, like, I think that was probably took up three months of my time in 2020 or so. I think for the most part, I did so much like inner work. And Mm -hmm. obviously you guys know 2020 is when I started my cannabis journey. And really it it was a lot of um, like journaling and Mm -hmm. meditation and just really kind of reflecting on like my behavior and taking accountability for my own bullshit and really sitting down with myself and being like, okay, how have I gotten to this point, you know, and why am I here? So I think with that, when I started dating again after getting vaccinated, I not to sound cheesy or dramatic, but I kind of felt like a brand new bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I really come on did. now, brand new bitch. Like I, I feel like it was um a different time, and there was also especially after getting vaccinated, like last spring in 2021, it was kind of exciting. There was this air of hope mm. in the air, you know, and I think I kind of ran with that, um because. Also, outside of being a brand new bitch because of the healing work that I did during 2020, I feel like with the veil being lifted of of everything that we have gone through as a country with like the George Floyd riots, um, this election we had in, you know, 2020 or was it? Yeah, it was 2020. Oh, that's right. You guys, we've been the fuck through it, y'all. You know, and we have been through (laughs) it. Oh my God. Just, you know, and now, like now with the war Mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah. Even now. For me, I don't know. I'm, I'm not afraid to talk about these kind of things Mm -hmm. with someone right away because I'm also like, I don't have fucking time. Right. You know what I mean? Like I have a lot on my plate, you know, obviously since COVID happened, like I'm doing this now with Kim. Um, I help manage a family business outside of, you know, my regular job doing aesthetics. You know, I really don't have time to fuck around and Mm -hmm. also, but I'm also like, we are in a shit storm of a time in history. We really are. And I am not going to waste my time walking on eggshells being like, I don't want to offend anyone with my political whatever, how I feel about where, I, where I'm at with things. Mm-hmm. So I've been very like, let's just get down to like, wh- what are you about? Right. You know what I mean? And it's funny because having that approach it either scares someone off right away, which I'm like, perfect. I don't want to talk. If you don't want to talk, if you don't want to get real with me from the jump, right. I don't want nothing to do with you. Exactly. And the ones that I have, you know, like we where we've really have dived in head first. Cause I'm like, what, why the fuck not? You know, um, obviously I'm still single. Nothing has stuck, but the ones that it has, it, even like I have a friend out of it almost, mm-hmm. you and know you what I lessons, mean? You learn things. Yeah. Out of it. And, Oh my God, one thing in particular, especially because I feel like there's been so much more talking involved, at least from my end, because Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid to like 
be like, what is this? What are we doing? What, mm-hmm. what are you about? Well, Let's this share is, our feelings. So this is why know? I said, because you, you said earlier, you're like, I actually think this is exciting. It's an exciting time right. to be single. That's what I wanted you to right. say. Cause I, I was like, yeah, literally Becky's came to me and was like, actually like, cause my perspective was always like, Oh my God, get, get dating is the ghetto. It's really bad right now from all my, like most of my single friends. Right. right? But you actually said, what an exciting time to be single. Like, right. you, and so I want you to elaborate on your feelings of why you think it's exciting to be single right now well, in a pandemic. Well, for instance, you know, someone I was talking to last year in the fall, you know, because like, again, right away, I was just like, I'm just going to put it all out there. I'm mm-hmm. just going to my I wear my heart on my sleeve. I've always been that way. But the time that I had when I was single to reflect back on how I was, I'm like, wow, I hit a lot of myself. Um. You know what I mean? For the sake of like trying to look cool mm-hmm. or trying, you know what I mean? Or like trying well, we to put our best face forward. Try, right. Exactly. Yeah, like- and like, I can still put my best foot forward, but I can also still be my true authentic self. Mm-hmm. So because you're a bad bitch. <laughs> true you know what (laughs) yeah you're right i am but anyways i was talking to this guy you know and um you know we were sharing things about our lives and he was telling me how he loves to dance and um i was so excited because i love to dance too and it's so hard to find guys that like know how to dance and want to take you out to dance so anyways um I was like, who taught you how to dance? Because he's this Italian guy, too. He was not Latino. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, my mom did. Aww. And he was like, who taught you? And, like, for me, I've, I love my mom. I'll always be a mommy's girl. But I've, I've, in the last couple of years, I've had some very difficult moments with her, you know. And there's definitely been... And then especially at the, around that time, the, our relationship was kind of strained in that moment, in, in that, during that time. And... I was really having a hard time kind of trying to humanize her and I just could not break through. And so when he asked me, he's like, who, who taught you how to dance? And like, I stopped and mind you think we were texting too. So this was not in person, but I stopped and I started sobbing hysterically. Cause I also realized I'm like, Oh my God, my mom taught me how to dance mm. and she's a good dancer. You really? Know? Yeah. My mom's a really good dancer. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And she's the reason why I love cumbias because mm. she loves cumbias. Okay. And so I was like, oh my God, my mom taught me. And in that moment, I it was like, it all clicked and I was like, oh my God. Like I, I had this vision of my mom being this first generation kid because listen, not for nothing. And, and it's the same thing for you because you're technically half first generation too. Yeah. There's a certain swagger that first generation kids have, you know, and it's, and it comes from growing up in a place where you're not at home here and you're also not at home in your home country. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to like, you really have to stand firm in your individuality mm-hmm. as a first generation kid and so I had this moment where I looked back, I was like, oh my God, like my mom, she, how cool that she was cool enough to know these dances, yeah, that's have nice. all these records, you know, but still like was, you know, her parents were immigrants, you mm. know, and like, I don't know. So, and I, and it, it really kind of humanized her and I, I, when I finally came to after I stopped crying, it was only a couple of minutes, but I was like, I, I was like, listen, I, I need to tell you, I just had a moment, mm. you know, like you just made me real. Like you, I finally have had, I've been looking, I know this is weird for me to tell you this mm-hmm. because we're, we're so new. I was like, but 
Um, I, I want, I want you to know, like, you just helped me have this huge breakthrough and thank you, you know, like, because I really needed this. I really needed to see my mom in, uh, in, as so, a child. You so know? that's, what's so exciting about dating right now is because you're starting at least to realize for me, things like at, that. at least for me, cause I'm having, I'm not wasting my time on like, Oh, let's talk about the dumb weather shit, yeah. or dumb shit or yeah. like, you know, walking on eggshells because you don't want to offend anyone. So I'm you're very saying, like, listen, if you're not about Black Lives Matter, yeah, like don't don't talk to me. Don't yeah. fucking talk to me. Like I, I don't. You. I, if you were a law enforcement, and I'm asking these questions right like, away, right away, I'm like, yeah. what are you about? Because yeah. if you're about, I don't need to like stick around and find out that you're a fucking idiot. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. So I guess for me, that's why it's so exciting because I'm just like, I don't have time for the bullshit anymore. Yeah. You know, like. So you feel like basically people now that are single that are dating are like getting straight to the point sooner than later. Yeah. You know, because obviously when you're dating and you're dating someone new, you're, you are showing them like the right. best side of you. Right. You're, you know, you want to be fun. You want to be sexy. You right. want to, you know, you want to show people a great side. But right. then there's like, there's also like. Maybe you're insecure or maybe you're self-hating or maybe you have some mommy daddy issues, whatever. You don't want that to come out right away. Right. But you want the good side to look good. But in this, like you said, in this pandemic, like people. What's there to look good about? We all going through it. Right. We're all going through. There's a war in Europe right Right. now. There's still people dying from COVID, you know, like inflation. People are. I went to Walmart today. Oh to, my god! To buy feminine hygiene pro- products and a packet of Easter egg Reese's eggs, um, and I paid sixty nine dollars. What? Yes, at Walmart. And I you was like, guys, "What is what going on? Fuck? Like, did I just spend seventy dollars on this? Like, what is this?" And then gas too, right? Gas being right. Like, so it's like it's okay yeah. to not be okay, Very and it's true. and like I don't. I don't need I don't need anyone who's going to pretend that everything is okay. And frankly, and, and if if everything is okay in your life right now, you're probably a rich white person, and we probably can't relate anyway at all. So. At all. <laughs> at motherfucking all at this right. point, honestly. <laughs> but I I so I love that. I love that you broke down why you know because the thing is like i said i had a lot of people it's so easy to be negative too. it's so easy to be like right. oh god it's the ghetto like it's hard you know but at the same time you're like no this pandemic and dating at this time is actually getting us closer to the people that we really can relate to exactly and, pe- and like the substance in people as opposed to like flitting around for five months where you're just trying to hide right. the, the real person of right. who you are you know you're like this is the fuck who I am. And mind right. you, you also have to be in a, in a right state of mind, obviously. Like, right. Becky did herself work, so she's in a right... She's in a, in a place where she's ready to go there with people. A little a little much. Because I'd be like, girl, you be giving these niggas a lot. Like, I'd be like, why did you tell him that? She's like, because I like... I'm like, you scared him away. He don't care about that shit, girl. I'd be like, what? Like, then I'm like, fuck it. Then I scared him I away. I mean, like, very true. It, very you know? true, like, right? And he wasn't for me, and he, I am... A thousand percent okay with that. Exactly. Exactly. Well, so for so for <laughs> Becky, Becky's choosing guys to see the glass half full in this moment and say, I'm excited about dating right now because I can be transparent as fuck and be raw and real and get to the point and find the people that want that too. And so I love that. I, I that's kind of what it was. I wanted to talk about singledom and like your perspective, obviously, because right. I'm not single, but um, yeah, and I, I would think that's say, great. guys, you know, if, if anything, my advice to you right now as a fellow single person, for anyone who's listening to this, 
think outside of the box in terms of meeting people right now. Okay. Get off the apps, not because they're bad or I'm putting them down because I they're great. You know, like I, I, I'm not on any of them right now, but, you know, like I said, um, I'm not putting, put but think outside of the box in terms of how you want to meet people. Right. And, and think about how, what that looks like to you. Cause it can, it can go, it can mean many different things for many different people. But I would say just break with the traditional, like, I think we've gotten, also gotten to a point where we're relying a little bit too much on apps mm-hmm. to meet people. Mm-hmm. And I really think we got to scale it back to like the basics, even if it's as simple as this guys. DM someone on Instagram. Ooh, I, I like that. I dare you to Instagram DM your crush. Ooh, I like Tell that. Tell them hi. Tell them hi. Slide in their DM. Pay them a compliment. Ooh. You know, say something nice, you know. And or, let us know what happens, yeah, guys. Send us yeah. your story. I mean, that's I, I mean, that's, I mean, seriously, come yeah. on. It's like, it doesn't have to be all on Tinder. It doesn't have to be all on Hinge, you know, mm-hmm. like. I don't, there's so many different ways you can meet people Very right true. now, you Very know, true. even mm-hmm. if you go like on a meetup somewhere, you yeah, know, I like that. yeah, like find a mutual thing that, or something that you're super passionate about, like in life in general, hiking, you know, whatever it is, right. find a meetup, go and do that with new people. Like that's if you're really serious about wanting to get out of this kind of like the cyclical whatever way of dating, right? Like the apps, right. the apps, the apps, right. the apps, you know what I mean? Like that's if you want something different, like. I was. I mean, sick. if the apps are working for you, great. And if they are, Stick they are. Them, Do you what know? you like. Go off, sis. I don't care. You know what I mean? But like, I like that you're giving other people. Like, li- I like that because it's like that is another way. And that's just- or if there's someone that you know in real life that yeah. you have a crush on. Guess what? Ask them out. Ooh. Give them your number. You Ooh, know, be bold, y'all. Be bold. <laughs> Cute. All right, y'all. Well, that's from that's from Becky, the guru, the single dumb guru. Right now, she's over here telling y'all to hit up your crush, slide in them DMs, think outside of the box a little bit. To you know, you never find know. a. Um, oh my god! So there's a girl on TikTok. Her name's Tings. She's kind of popular right now. I know we're we're gonna wrap up. But you can cut that out. But so Tinks has this thing where she's like, make a, 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 a list of all your crushes, even if they're fake crushes, even if it's like, oh, I like this guy from this show. She's like, write the list. She's like, even if it's like someone. Oh, cute. Yeah. And she's like, and then this way, like you get excited about like your prospects and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm like, oh my God, I love that. You I know? Like that. And it also makes you take stock of like, well, who do I like? Uh-huh. And, uh-huh. and if they're like, let's say for instance, you have a friend or a cousin who knows someone or is friends with someone be like hey what's up with so-and-so are they Ah. single like can we hang out can we all like go grab food one day yeah like why not you know yeah and that's like a little bit thing i i love that because it's it's actually how people used to meet in back of the day you know what i mean like like that's how it you know it was for before the apps before the internet so yeah i mean let's dive into that fuck it you know like and let us know your stories we know we love the juice tell us how you thought outside the box and your current person because maybe i'll share with you guys no i can't (laughs) 
<laughs> Becky, we are waiting, girl. Y'all ain't ready for these memoirs. That's all I gotta say. But we're gonna be here all night. But we gotta wrap up the show. Uh thank you for thank you for sharing a little bit about yeah, your single life. Fun. Because Becky, you know, doesn't really necessarily like to put her tea out there. So you guys got a little <laughs> bit of like you know, a little behind the scenes of what's been going on with <laughs> Becky in her life. So thank you for sharing. Yeah, I literally asked her, though. I was like, Becky, are you comfortable with talking about this? She's like, yeah. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, because I'm not trying to, you know, make no. you share something you're not comfortable with. You know what I mean? I want to be respectful. But so Kim's a good interviewer, though. She is. What's <laughs> up? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get all the juice out for y'all. Okay, I'm trying. All right. Because when I tell you Becky's got... She promised me and Rick Dog the memoirs to her uh the rights the rights to her memoirs to the memoir and, and or the Rick, or the movie to or the, the Rick s- Dog Network. Exactly. It's gonna be a series on HBO Max. Oh, it's gonna be so good, guys. You have no idea how good this bitch's life is. Okay? Like it's like so it's so like a fel- it's that. so much. But anyways, we're not even gonna go into it. <laughs> But Becky's, you know, she's going on her journey and, you know, this is just, Next you know. week, we're going to talk about being in a relationship in a pandemic. Oh, yeah. We could talk Let's, about that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm not finna tell y'all all business either. <laughs> so anyways, guys, so that was, that's been this week's episode. <laughs> and yeah, guys, we are going to wrap it up. This was a great conversation. I want to say yes, thank you again to Becky yay. for sharing. And I've missed you being in the studio with I us. I missed you too. It was cute that we went live before the episode when we recorded. So guys, if you have Join us next week, guys. Yeah. We're going to try to do that every week we're, before we'll we record. Anou- we'll, we'll announce it before we go on live so you guys can like roll up and smoke with us. Roll up. <laughs> roll up. Yeah, just come through. We're going to we're gonna try to do it. Or we, whatever you do. Like if you take an edible. Or, yeah, whatever you, know, whatever you, whatever you, you do. do. Yeah. Um, uh, my thing is, oh, so yeah. So yeah, we basically get together on Mondays and we try, We you know, but we're very like we, she comes over around 5 p.m. Central and then we just kind of like kiki for a little bit and then we smoke and then we jump on the podcast and we record but we're gonna try to like do a cute little live before we do that um so you guys can interact with we enjoy more social engagement with you guys um but as always you always can find us you know on tiktok you can find akimboology uh you can find us on instagram you can find becky's instagram everything's going to be in the show notes guys so if you guys are looking to find us on all these social media handles they are always in the show notes they are always in there in every episode so find the show notes um, they're in the actual, you know, description box or whatever you want to call it. Um, and then also make sure you uh, rate and subscribe and, you know, leave a little comment. We want to hear your feedback and yeah, just become, you know, we're just want to be very much in tune with you guys and what's going on. And we appreciate you. We love you down. And yeah. Do you yeah, want to leave guys. anybody leave? Let's should we, what should we lead the people with? I got one. Since Kim always says, wash behind your ears, wash your damn legs is what I'm going to tell you. Oh, yeah. And scrub, guys. <laughs> Don't be. I hear I heard white people just let the the soap run down their legs and they're like, that's clean enough. Y'all scrub that dense get on your, off your legs. OK, I don't. That's nasty. OK, uh, so, yeah, scrub, scrub the dead skin off your legs. All right, y'all, we're going to go ahead and get out of here and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. Well, shoot the damn dog.